Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. 6.43 on your Tuesday morning. Oh, this uh, story was all over the place yesterday, everywhere. Big local story about this ferry that these uh, two guys from SNL, Kim Kardashian's boyfriend, Pete Davidson, and uh, Colin Yost, they own this ferry, you know. And there's this uh, big fight right now. Davidson, of course, a Staten Island native, as to where this ferry, which will be a restaurant, bar, they'll have live acts. Sounds like a lot of fun. As to where this ferry should dock. And, of course, Davidson being a Staten Island guy, he would like it there. But there is some pressure to put this boat out uh, by the Hamptons. So, um, anyway, uh, I like Joe Borelli. And anytime I see Staten Island, I'm like, hey, let's uh, let's get the kid on. It's so, like Pavlov. Pavlov's dogs. Right, exactly. Con- conditioned response. That's a great analogy. Yes, as soon as I hear Staten Island, I think of Joe Borelli. So here he is, Bernard, fresh off getting his ass kicked not once but twice what? by Frank Morano in ping pong in Morano's oh. basement on oh. Saturday. The great assemblyman Joe Borelli, he uh, he kicked your ass, huh? He, he did, but, but the, the record is like twenty-five to two. He won once on Super Bowl Sunday after I had a few too many at halftime. True story. <laughs> And then I'm trying to do my work. I'm trying to book a Fox segment. I'm trying to talk to some to the city planning commission. He's distracting me, and he beat me the second time. Okay. So this is nonsense that he's a better ping pong player. I don't want the listeners uh, anywhere uh, in New York or abroad to think Frank Morano has any ping pong skills. You heard it here. First. All right. He did, he, well, did let, be, he did beat you twice on, on Saturday, though. So. Let's face it. Neither of you are two world-class athletes. It's like Hillary Clinton boxing Nancy Pelosi, for God's sake. No? Right. It's true. Very good. Neither one of you are going to beat Forrest Gump anytime soon. But uh, anyway, we brought you on to talk about this whole ferry. I, I asked Frank this morning, I said, as a Staten Island guy, does this matter to you? Are you, like, really, you know, invested in this? Because yesterday, on every local news channel, Joe, they had like a 1,000 people on. We want the boat. We want the boat. So as a Staten Island resident and a very big political guy in this city, are you vested in this personally? Do you want this ferry on Staten Island? Look, this is big for us. Uh, and to add on to what you said about Pete Davidson, Colin Jost is also a native Staten Islander, did a movie called Staten Island Summer, uh, basically showing uh, what Staten Island swim club life was, was like growing up in the 90s. He and I grew up around the same time in the same neighborhood. So these are two Staten Island uh, film icons right now. You might hate Pete Davidson. Some people do. I happen to like him. I think he adds to, to, to sort of the panoply of all of our our, our, our funny uh, cast of characters we have in our borough. But this is the Staten Island Ferry. Let me give you a comparable. In 1971, they brought London Bridge to Lake Havasu, Arizona. Nobody goes to Lake Havasu, Arizona to see London Bridge. <laughs> How many dopey people take a picture in front of Tower Bridge while they're in London and then tell their fam- friends and family that they saw London me. Bridge? Me. I've done that more than once. I swear to God, Joe. I swear to you. I've done it. I know, but but it's the truth. You you expect to see things in their natural element. People want to see a giraffe on the Serengeti. They don't want to see it in a zoo in the Bronx. This big orange beast deserves a home on Staten Island in a pier right down the, the block from our existing ferry terminal. 
Long Island has a lot of nice things going for it, I'm sure. I have cousins from Long Beach to Lake Ronkonkoma. What they don't have is a ferry. Cornelius Vanderbilt himself didn't start ferrying people from Manhasset to Manhattan. He started ferrying people from Clifton to Staten, Staten Island, basically, to Manhattan. So if you had to handicap it, Joe Borelli, I'm predicting that these two guys are going to sell out because they're basically Hollywood types. Uh, for logistical reasons, perhaps, uh, you know, traveling outside. I just think they're not going to do it. I don't know if you have any juice or pull or sway with these guys, but if you had to, to predict, A, what would you predict they do, and B, will, will, will you change your stance on Pete Davidson if they park this uh, dopey boat out in uh, the Hamptons? No, look, I, I think Pete's okay. You know, uh, if he chooses to go to the Hamptons, it's his mistake. He and Colin Jost, by the way, also have a piece of the new Staten Island Ferry Hawks baseball team. Uh, they're partners in that as well. So I think the both of them have expressed some interest in, in sort of committing to bringing, you know, better quality entertainment and nightlife options to Staten Island. It would be a good thing. Uh, so I, I do think they're in for the long haul. Nobody picks, uh, nobody buys a Staten Island ferry boat and thinks about moving it somewhere else. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't see a scenario where they bring this thing anywhere but uh, the 360-degree coastline of Staten Island. I agree with you. And I, 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 you know, Pete Davidson, I did enjoy that movie, King of Staten Island. His father was a hero, died on 9-11. Politics aside, you know, he is a funny guy. The whole thing with Kardashian has really taken uh, all these entertainment venues by storm now. So he is a guy that is uh, pretty well-liked throughout the country. I'd like to see them keep that ferry on Staten Island, too. Now, as a guy that lives uh, far from Staten Island, don't know the area very well. I know the Staten Island Ferry Hawk baseball team, which we own a part of as well, John Katz and Matides. In fact, we had Kelsey Whitmore on the show on Friday, Joe, the first female to play big-time Major League Baseball. Very exciting news. How far is the stadium and the St. George Theater from where they would park the ferry if, in fact, it stays on Staten Island? Well, there's only a limited number of places they could actually park it uh, because of the depth required uh, basically below the keel of the boat. So it would have to be along sort of the, the, the northeast uh, shore of Staten Island or the north uh, tip, tip of the north shore. Uh, so, so there's no chance of it not being anywhere but in the St. George, Stapleton, uh, Clifton area. And I think what you're seeing happening down there with some of the rezonings we did uh, is that this is going to be a new destination for outdoor entertainment. We have outlet malls. Uh, one day we will have the wheel. We have the Ferry Hawks baseball team coming in to play. We have the Ferry Hawks Stadium, which is just as valuable to, to people as the actual baseball team itself. The last owners refused to put on concerts, venues, uh, uh, major events like mixed martial arts and things like that. So once the Ferry Hawks Stadium gets used outside of baseball, it's going to be just as big of a draw for outdoor festivals and concerts. So I think you're going to see a big push for nightlife on the North Shore of Staten Island. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be at a lot of these events. And I think Staten Island and the city will benefit greatly from it. New York City Council Member Joe Borelli on the Bernie and Sid Show, out of Staten Island, by the way. And like Sid, I immediately associate you with uh, Staten Island. But you are also a uh, Newsmax commentator. You're a lot less provincial than just a Staten Island guy. You're very informed, an astute observer of the scene. I've seen you. And, of course, this uh, latest big issue has exploded across the country. It was the uh, it started out with the Parental Rights Act down in Florida. I mean, that was about a, three weeks ago that uh, DeSantis mm -hmm. signed it. 
But uh, we've since learned that this uh, whole of uh, this grooming and, and, and teaching, you know, of, of sex to kids in schools is more widespread and rampant than we thought before. Uh, it's really a crisis is what it is. And then Disney got sucked into it. And I saw that you tweeted, and I love this, how about cameras in the classroom? So uh, what's your, what are your thoughts on this whole phenomenon going on right now? And is this happening in New York City schools, by the way? Look, uh, it, it, it certainly is. Uh, it certainly is. Uh, we've seen some books being uh, delivered to you know younger school students uh, in public schools that are not age-appropriate, and we're having that fight right now. There is no strict curriculum, as there will be in New Jersey after this law is passed. And by the way, it's so funny to see Phil Murphy, uh, who tried to be this progressive liberal icon, you know, duck and jive away from this question, because he knows that the majority of school districts around the state of New Jersey are run by parents. And most parents don't want this. Most parents are probably okay uh, in high school or something like that when your kid wants to uh, talk about different gender and sexuality, and maybe that's a, an appropriate venue. But no parent wants to be out there uh, defending uh, the decision as a school board member to put this sort of educational uh, requirements in kindergarten, first and second grade. So, yeah, I mean, we do see it in New York City, not as prevalent as we do now. But this is just one of those things that is causing the erosion of public schools in New York City. The school system lost hundreds of thousands of kids. There was an article in the New York Post that some school districts around the city, mostly in Queens and the Bronx, are seeing more than 40 percent of kids not attend school regularly. Think about that fact. That's not even the kids that I mentioned, the 100,000 that left the system. These are kids that are in the system but are not actually coming to school. It's a disgrace. It's a problem. But it can only be attributed to, and I, I attribute mostly the last chancellor, Richard Carranza, uh, but it, it's attributable to him. As far as cameras in the classroom, there's only one group of people that doesn't want cameras in the classroom. That's the teachers' union, because if you ask parents, if you ask uh, outside observers, if you ask the principals, I bet, they would want cameras in the classroom. The only people that don't want to know uh, and be seeing what's going on is the teachers' union. Joe, I want to go back to Staten Island for a second. Uh, Danielle and I just moved, and every day we've got somebody else coming to the house to pick something, to add something, to make something new. Had a guy come over a couple of days ago who lives on Staten Island and uh, loves Vito Pacella, voted for Vito Pacella, knows him personally, but was complaining to me about crime. I said, oh, we talked about, we left New York City, Manhattan, Danielle and I, because of the crime issue. Eric Adams talks a lot about it, but gets nothing done. He goes, well, I got news for you, Sid. Crime on Staten Island is, uh, is an issue as well. And I'm disappointed, this guy said, in Vito Pacella. Uh, is there any truth to that? Look, I don't think Vito has much to do with the crime rate. I think it is uh, attributable to Eric Adams and some of the policy. And if you ask Eric Adams, I think he would say correctly, by the way, that so much of this is relatable to bail reform because so many of the people we arrest are people who are arrested multiple times, and those we arrest are let out the very next day, mostly before the cop they arrested, uh, who arrested him, even gets off his tour. <laughs> but crime is trickling up uh, on Staten Island, and it is a problem. It's, it's a problem with these petty thefts uh, of automobiles. People, people do got to leave their cars locked, by the way. Let, let's, not, let's not forget to say that. But we're seeing an uptick of sort of these petty crimes. It ain't Vito's fault. Vito's doing a great job. He's been one of the most vocal people out there uh, demanding City Hall, the last mayor, uh, make themselves more accountable to the crime problems in our outer boroughs. This is why Eric Adams got elected. He didn't pick topics out of a hat. He spoke mostly about uh, public safety. Now he's the mayor, and the rubber meets the road, and he gets a little bit of leeway with this bail reform issue. But at the end of the day, the police department is accountable to him, and he will be judged 
based on whether he reduces crime numbers in the city. City Council Member Joe Borelli, in the 60 minutes we have left, speaking of bail reform, uh, uh, the go- unelected governor, Kathy Hochul, she got a, some, a weak brew of uh, bail reform passed through the uh, state legislature with the budget. Not good enough, not nearly good enough, uh, a far cry from good enough. Your thoughts on that quickly, please. Well, this, this is just how much can we not change in order to shut the public up to take this issue off from the governor's race? That's all she cares about. She doesn't care about actually reforming the issue or actually making communities safer or keeping people behind bars. She just, want to take, she just wants to take the issue off the table from people like Lee Zeldin or if Andrew Giuliani wins or someone else. She wants to take that issue off the table. That's the only reason she did it. The Democratic Party is entrenched on bail reform. Mark my words. Morano just texted me, any place, any time, anywhere. Bring that ping pong racket. He says he'll kick your ass. (laughs) I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Hey, Joe, you're always great on this show. We love having you on. Great on Newsmax, great on Fox News, particularly good here. Thank you so much, and enjoy your Tuesday morning, buddy. Thanks. You too, guys. The great Joe Borelli out of Staten Island right there with the latest on the ferry and crime on Staten Island and all that good stuff. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Still to come next hour, always a great Tuesday guest, Bo Deedle, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, a man that lost a gubernatorial race in New Jersey by literally inches. Jack Chitterelli plus Beat Bernie coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. More of Bernie and Sid right after this.